We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now see, that's the way the heart of man works. You take the Word of God, you speak it, you set the goal. The divine energy is in God's Word to cause the heart to bring forth the manifestation of that. If you're not satisfied with the harvest you're getting, check up on the gold you're setting and the seed you're sowing. Its only design is to produce the impulse you send into it. Now the heart of man, from what the Bible says, is that way. See, we've just kind of taken natural things and so separated them from spiritual things until we wanted to make out like there was no relationship when Jesus and God and the whole Bible keeps bringing them all back together and saying as long as the earth remaineth there'll be seed time and harvest cold and heat day and night and it'll never cease and that's the way it works and he keeps talking about sowing you sow the seeds you reap a harvest whatsoever man saith that's what he'll have whatsoever man soweth he'll reap so, you see, we need to bring these natural things and spiritual things back together and you can more understand it because that's the way Jesus did it. Now, I'm going to say it another way. I'm going to say this in many ways. You can't miss it. The soil in your garden does not decide whether it's right or wrong what you plant in it. Now, I know there's people that believe it this way and we'll not have a falling out if you want to believe it that way. But I'm just telling you the way I see the Bible teaching it that the soil will produce whatever you plant in it. There's people that believe that the human spirit of the heart of man would not produce anything that's bad if he's born again. Well, you've got to question yourself then and wonder how people backslide and how they get off back into sin, you know. Jesus said, A good man out of the good deposit of his heart he bringeth forth good things. The evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth evil things. Well, I'm convinced from what the Bible teaches that even a born-again Christian can put evil things in his heart. Now, what God considers evil is anything that's contrary to the Word of God. That's what he said was evil. That's what he told the children of Israel was evil, the, the report that they brought back and said, we can't go in, there's giants in there. He called it an evil report. You know why it's an evil report? Because it disagreed with God's Word. Now, the point I was getting to was this. I was a farmer for 30 years before I went into the full-time ministry. And never in all of the years that I farmed did I go out and plant cottonseed or soybean and have the ground say to me, we're not going to raise soybeans, we're going to raise cucumbers and bananas. But sometimes we've kind of got the idea that it doesn't matter what you sow, doesn't matter what you say, God knows what I meant. You could say, well, you know, I planted radishes or I planted butter beans, but the soil knew what I meant. I meant to plant tomatoes. You're not going to have any tomatoes. I'm sorry to tell you, but it just doesn't work. The soil does not think. The soil does not decide whether it's right or wrong what you plant in it. Its job, its design, is to produce, cause to come to you, the information needed to cause what you're saying to come to pass. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, 
or whether it's indifferent. Now see, Mark 11, 23 is not a one-way street. Oh, we wish it was, but it's not. Jesus just told you how to operate it on the positive side. He didn't want you to know about the negative side. He didn't want you operating in the negative side. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not in his heart, believe what he says will come to pass. See, he set the goal on removing the problem before him. But right on the other hand, it'll work just as fast on the negative side. Jesus didn't want you over there. Because some people say, well, I tell you, this mountain's getting bigger every day. I just never get over it. You're right. You're right. See, you're working it on the negative side. See, there's a positive and a negative to all of this. Jesus taught the positive side of it. It'll work just as fast on the negative side. And you prophesy that things are getting worse. We'll never make it. We'll never pay our debts. We'll never get this church going. We'll never do this or we'll never do that. And see, you're speaking that into the saw. And it'll cause your spirit to search the avenues of God's wisdom, find out how to bring to pass. Now see that unit out there. Let's go back to the unit. The unit won't decide whether you need heat or cold. It just depends on what you said in there. Now I know we get accused that this is mind over matter, positive thinking. No, this is Bible thinking. This is God's Word. We're declaring to you what God's Word says concerning these things. Well, it's not going to work just because you say it a few times. But it will work. It will work. The confession of God's word works. Now, I don't know whether I related this or not. I'm going to say it again. If I did, it needs repeating. Several years ago, when I got a hold of this, I started confessing that I'm redeemed from the curse. And in the name of Jesus, I forbid sickness to operate in my body. At the time, I had ulcers. And I'd just be laid up for three or four days in a week, you know, and just couldn't do anything. And just hurt, man, I hurt, and drank that nail ox by the bottle. Never did do a whole lot of good, but if I even thought it'd do any good, I'd drink it, you know. Well, I started confessing. I started confessing and confessing my healing. Now, over a period of time, over about three months, I suppose, it began to get into my spirit, you see. Won't happen just because you say it, but saying it is involved in working it. Then over a period of three months, the ulcers left my body. Oh, they tried to come back a few times. The devil tried to get back in. But I'd just say, no, in the name of Jesus, I've received my healing. Just stand on it, you know. And I was delivered from that. Then I found out how to operate in this through trial and error. I made some mistakes, but I began to confess that I'm redeemed from the curse, that poison ivy doesn't affect my body in the name of Jesus. Now, I used to get poison ivy all over me every time I'd get around it, you know. And I confessed that I did. Well, I started confessing it, and then guess what? I went deer hunting and got poison ivy. Well, somebody says, it's not working, is it? Yeah, faith is coming. Faith is coming. I'm setting the goal. Well, I kept confessing it. I kept confessing it. What happened? I got it again. Well, what did you do? I put some calamine lotion on it, got it dried up, kept saying it, kept saying it. Kept confessing it. See, it wasn't conceived in my spirit yet. Faith in the heart is the ability of the heart to conceive God's promise. Once it does, you're going to have a manifestation. It may take a while, but it's going to come. So I continued this for something like a year. 
And then after about a year, I noticed that it didn't bother me anymore. Now see, the corresponding action that I had toward what I believed was that I continued to confess it, to say what God said about it, even though all natural circumstances and the bumps on my arm and hand said that I was not redeemed from it. I kept saying that I was redeemed from it. Now there's people that say it's mind over matter. No, it's not. It's faith in God and his word over all matter. So I continued that until it got into my spirit. And then when it got into my spirit, it manifested itself in my physical body. Now see, if I'd have said, well, I'm going to have full corresponding action toward this that I'm saying and just go sleep in a bed of poison ivy, <laughs> I'd have been in trouble, man. Because see, I was just getting it programmed and I was just sowing it in my spirit. So see, I wouldn't have had full corresponding action toward what I was saying until I had the full manifestation. But you see, now... After a year or so, I, it, it didn't affect my body. And right now, I can have full corresponding action toward poison ivy in that my skin does not react to it. Now, it took a year. It took about a year to do that. And these things are not going to happen overnight. Confession of God's Word is a process in renewing the mind, causing faith to come, and getting it built inside you until the heart can conceive what you're saying and bring the manifestation of it, either in your physical body, in your finances, in every situation of life. This is just the way it works. So right now, I can take my hands and pull the vines off the tree. It doesn't bother me anymore. Now, it's amazing that for years I confessed that it'd get on me, and it got on me. Got exactly what I said. But when I started saying it doesn't get on me, it still got on me for nearly a year. And see, there's people run into this and they say, well, this stuff doesn't work. Yeah, it's working faith is coming. It just takes time. It takes a process. It is a way of life. This is not a fad. This is not something you just start out to try. If you're going to try it, I'll be the first to tell you it's not going to work. Because if I'd been trying it, when I got poison ivy, I'd have said, well, it doesn't work. We can chunk that one, forget it. But it really never occurred to me that it wouldn't work because Jesus said it would. See, once you find out it's a principle of the Bible and study it and understand the way to operate in it, then don't back off from it. See? Just stay with it and confess it. And that doesn't mean that you don't use any other method, see? Yeah, I used calamine lotion and everything I could to keep the symptoms down until I got the manifestation, see? And don't come under condemnation with that, see? Some people get under condemnation if their faith is not developed to where they can just believe God for everything to go away, you know. And they go to a seminar and get under condemnation because they have to take medicine. Well, keep the symptoms down. Operate on the level where you are in your faith until you get developed in it. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week, we have a book and CD offer number 7515. It's entitled, Hope, A Partner to Faith. It's a mini-book, and then Faith as a Seed, a single CD, for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. Hope is a partner to faith. Somebody said, well, I'm just hoping and praying. Well, you're wasting your time if you don't have faith mixed with hope, because, you see, the Word of God says faith is the substance of things hoped for. 
So what is it we hope for? We hope for what God has given us in his word, the promises of God. We hope for them to be manifest in our life, but hope won't bring them to us. Hope keeps it in the future until faith is present. And when the prayer of faith is prayed, then it brings the future into the now and the power of God and the anointing of God to bring the manifestation in our life. Then the single CD entitled Faith as a Seed. What does it mean to have faith as a seed? If you had faith as a seed, Jesus said, you would say to this sycamine tree, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. The Greek says it would obey you. You would say, and it would obey you. That is, if you had faith as a seed. Faith that it is done in Jesus' name because of the authority of the Word and our faith in the Word of God. Hope is found in the Word of God. The Bible said when there was no hope, Abraham believed in hope. Well, how did he believe in hope when there wasn't any? He went to the Word of God and got him some hope. God said, I have made you the father of many nations. And as he confessed what God said about him, it brought the manifestation of it. He had had the promise 24 years and no manifestation of it. But when he began to mix faith with the hope, then the promised child was born. Offer number 7515 for a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.